Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Kang's Cast Podcast. Look for new episodes weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kang's Cast, like on Facebook, and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. This is D Fresh, joined with Eric and Ryan. As always, it is a happy new year. It's our first one of 2020, our first podcast of the year. Uh, we are excited to be back on here. First off, Ryan, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here. 2020. Uh, you know, it's been a while since we did this, so I'm really itching to get going. Uh, a lot of stuff going down in the NBA, and shout out Ziggy's 209. Yeah, uh, looking forward to getting in on the podcast. Uh, we've been saying pretty much since the start of the season, the NBA really picks up after Christmas. So here we are. Trade rumors are shaking. Um, you know, teams are really separating themselves, showing who they are. So a lot of content, getting exciting. I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's true. And uh, we had some big news come out today. Or some rumors are starting to come to surface, and the Kings are at the center of that. But first, before we get started... Just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Ziggy Smoke Shop, uh, with locations in Stockton and Tracy. You can follow them on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. Also, if you're enjoying this great Kings Cast podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, give us five stars. We really appreciate your feedback. Let's jump right into what's going down with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the big news today. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich for Kyle Kuzma of the Lakers. Uh, trade rumors going around. The Kings came out and said that they'd have to be blown away to uh, involve Bogey in a trade. But the fact that, like Eric, you just said, right after Christmas, things start heating up. Rumors start heating up. And the Kings along, and we'll, we'll get into Dwayne Dedman later, but this is the big one that uh, we've been talking about for a while. Uh, trades involving Bogdan Bogdanovich. So let's let's start getting going on it, and uh, let's hear what you guys have to say. So yes, the the inevitable time has come where Kings are involved in trade rumors, and yes, like we said, uh, Bogdanovich included in that. I think people the, the idea of it they're coming around. We've been touting this shit since November, guys. So it's something we we ride that train on. Um, I'm glad to see some people actually recognize that Bogdanovich is a piece that is going to have to get moved for this king to, this team to move forward. Um, you, you know, I I know we're going to go into the transactions, trades, rumors, all this kind of you know s- speculative shit, but I just want to put it out there to us that it's something we've been we've been touting for a minute, and I'm glad to see that it's it's kind of being talked about now. It makes it, it makes us kind of feel a little bit good that we were kind of on a forefront of something because we did get fucking crushed on Twitter, you know, when we were, when we talked about that earlier on. Yeah. And the Kings, um, you know, Vladis came out and said that they got to be blown away uh, to move bogey. 
I I really don't understand that because I I just don't see Sacramento re-signing Bogdanovich in the offseason. He's going to want way too much money, all right? Um, And if we can go get a young piece like Kuzma, who is 24 years old, who did average 18.5 points a game last year, um, that's a great move, right? So I know Eric's been really harping on this Bogdanovich move um, since before November, man. You've been on it all season, honestly, since right right before the season when the when they were doing contract talks with them and all that stuff. Um, so that that was a good call, and I'm I'm glad people are starting to realize now. I know early on in the season, everyone's oh, Bogdanovich is our best player. He's untouchable. You know what? When when your team's this far below 500 and it's not even the trade deadline yet. Nobody's untouchable, okay? Um, there's There should be a lot of roster shakeup. I'm expecting it, and if there's not, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Uh, so, yeah, it's an exciting time, even though we are pretty much out of playoff contention, but um, this is my favorite time of the year, honestly. Well, let's give a little insight. Exactly, Most of you already know who Kyle Kuzma is. He's the piece that the Lakers did not involve in uh, the trade for Anthony Davis to the Pelicans. They wanted to keep him, kind of keep him as part of their quote-unquote big three per se with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Kyle Kuzma. So last year, Kuzma started 68 games, averaged almost 19 points a game. I think what a lot of Kings fans are looking at, and you guys can go into way more details than this, are they're looking at how much of a drop-off he's been this year. He's only started one game, and he's averaging almost 12 points a game this year. That's a big drop-off in points, but... Uh, factor in uh, Anthony Davis is is picking up those points and stuff. And I think people aren't taking that into consideration that, you know, you have the best, best big man on the team now. And so he's, he's taken away that spotlight. Kyle Kuzma is a, he's a good basketball player. Yeah. And it's, it's not really Kuzma's fault that he's, that his points have fallen off like this. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was hurt at the beginning of the year. All right. So he has missed uh, some significant amount of time. And let's be honest, man, when you're playing behind LeBron James and Anthony Davis, there's just not really going to be a lot of open shots, right? And, um, you know, they added they added some guys like Danny Green. They brought back uh, Caldwell Pope. Uh, you know, Avery Bradley's there now. Caruso's getting more looks there. So, it, I don't – it's not like, like Kuzma's just forgot how to play basketball. It's just a situational thing. All right, we've seen it before with NBA players, and uh, I think a fresh start for him would be good, man. Yeah, the LeBron James teams <clears throat> over his career have always been more veteran-laden, never really had guys they developed or, or counted on like that. Um, so he's gone by the wayside. The, the, the Lakers, are they're all in for the championship, and I think the reason they'd be interested in McDonough is because his shooting ability – Anytime they can get a guy who can shoot uh, threes at volume like that with efficiency, they're going to go for it. You, you know, I, I do, before we go too deep, I want to make the point that I don't. It doesn't even need to be Kuzma in a trade. <clears throat> it doesn't even need to be him particularly. It's really it, the, the 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 thing about moving Bogdanovich in the in the, in the Kings making a move is more about creating flexibility within their team. It's something we've been talking about all year. When you, when you're a developing team, you don't want to get locked into to contracts and you want to have guys that offer some talent, some potential that can help you um, play the style that you like to play that are versatile. Kuzma does offer that. 
Um, I don't think by any means he's going to be the superstar player or he's even a long-term move, but his contract's like fucking what you could one. You could it's like 1.2 1. mil. I looked at it today. Yeah, yeah. And it's through next year. Yes. And so that, what, what that would do right there would be, it would just give the Kings flexibility in the off season. And then next year, if he does perform at a really high level, they could always trade him. He's an asset next year for a team that might really want to build with him. Um, it just gives them the more of the options. So, that's the more attractive thing to me. It's not the player. It's not any like that as much. It's more the the what he brings as far as the Kings flexibility. Yeah, and it's it's like the same thing that we were talking about with Bogdanovich earlier on when we were calling for him to be traded. It's financial flexibility. That's all it is. And, you know, especially with the roster, how it is now, this roster with these players that are on it, that's not going to win a championship. So what do we need to do? Financial flexibility. Let Bagley uh, develop. Let Darren Fox develop a little more. And if we can bring in young pieces, you know, like Kuzma, that's great, man. But it, it's financial flexibility. That's what we've been preaching all year. And uh, that's that's how you build a team. Let's go into a couple of pros and cons, Ryan, of of the move of bringing in a guy like that. So um, <clears throat> one thing is you mentioned it on our last podcast is that the Kings front court is extremely thin. The Kings front court has been extremely thin for several years. Um, they brought in Deadman, not playing. Uh, people expected to see Harry Giles get minutes, not playing. Uh those are two big spots that they don't have. They they need to fill the front court some somehow, and <clears throat> bringing bringing Kuzma in would it, it would give them uh, a variety of rotations in the front court. They could play bigger, where they could play Kuzma, Bagley, Holmes. They could play uh, Kuzma, Bagley tonight. Uh, I know that Bagley's not playing, so it just gives them the flexibility. That's what you need, and that's one of the been one of the Kings biggest problems in my opinion is that they don't have a lot of uh, variety of lineups and when they don't match up, they can't against a team they lose. And it's pretty much that simple. They don't have the, uh, you know, they don't have the versatility, I guess. And so that, that right away, I, I like that, you know? Yeah. It's, it's versatility. Um, it's athleticism shooting, right? Kuzma's a scorer, man. Let's, you know, he he kind of reminds me of of Rudy Gay a little bit. Um, you know, he just he puts the ball in the basket, dude, and he's he's got great size, and that's what we're missing, dude. Right? Like we thought we thought we'd get a little more from Ariza. Um, obviously, that hasn't happened. Uh, he's young, man. I, I would like to see Sacramento do something like this. Who knows if it's going to happen? Um, but yeah, Kuzma, man, I've you know I've kind of been on that hype for a minute, so I'm excited. So. Uh... Pro number two would be that this move would lead to other moves, right? So the Kings aren't done. Kings are going to be making moves. They're going to be trying to create the financial flexibility, set themselves up for the offseason moving forward, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so I think what this would allow them to do, it would allow them to um, really, you move, you move Bogdanovich, okay? Then it allows you to move Deadman, and then you can take on something else. Because I think... Right away, it would give it would free up some space for the Kings to where they could move Deadman in a deal where they could take on a much bigger, worse contract, right, and fill out the 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 depth of the roster that way, and maybe get some picks out of it. So, meaning you know, Deadman's thirteen, maybe the Kings take on a twenty twenty two million in, in shit contracts, get some assets out of it, but it it kind of fills out the back end and gives them still still gives them a roster. Maybe maybe they they sign somebody 
like they did last year midseason on Corey Brewer? You know, do they just do things like that this year to get by and they don't really drop off too much and still keep that, that flexibility? So um, it, the, this move would, would get Deadman out of town, I think. It'd be the first step to that. And also, I know we talked about it a little earlier, but Kuzma is only making like 1.2 or 1.3 mil. All right, so if we do trade for him, right, and he, he comes on the roster and, and things don't work out, maybe he doesn't mess with the team, maybe, you know, I, I don't know. It would be really easy to move him. Like it, it would, it wouldn't hurt us long term at all. We there'd be no repercussions of it, right? It would, it would pretty much just be like we didn't resign Bogey. You know what I mean? You cut your losses and and you keep moving forward. And it could be more of a a double trade thing too, where he gets traded here, he plays here for a couple weeks, and then when things start to heat up, he could be a throw in piece, and and that's where you start getting crazy. You don't think so? No, there's. I think we're too close to the deadline. You, keep, I, I, I don't think that that would. I, I just don't see that working. I think it's too close to the deadline for something like that. I If something like that was to happen, I think that would have, we would have had a trade for him like a month ago. Uh, by the time a deal's even, nobody's going to, dude, the Lakers are going to wait till the last minute, right? They're, they're not going to trade this dude a month and a, what, almost a little more than a month, a little less than a month or something like that before the deadline. Yeah, why not? I, it, because I think, dude, they're going to get so much offers. They're going to they're gonna take this all the way down to the end because they're trying to win a championship, and that, that's the smart thing to do. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I just don't see the move happening right now. If it, if it is going to happen two, three weeks, you know, the week of the deadline. Do you, you disagree with me? or I just don't think it matters. I think if they can pull the trigger, they pull the trigger because um, somebody out there – is you know oh shit can happen man teams get desperate man teams you know when it comes down to the trade line there's a people get pressure jobs are on the line i i think that if they can hold because dude let's be honest this lakers this lakers roster as it is they're the best team in the league you know it's not (laughs) worst case scenario if you hold on to kuzma you know what i mean like i i but you but the lakers are a team that i don't see that's why i disagree with you i think the the Lakers could get their shooter now because they're going to be players in that buyout market. So, well, maybe I, I mean Iguodala. Iguodala, that's the big one that everyone's waiting for in the buyout market. But I also think too. I, I don't know why we're talking about the Lakers so much, but uh, you know, like if say they keep Kuzma or whatever, dude, Jamal Crawford's still sitting around, right? That dude's going to be on a roster here in a couple weeks too. So that's you talking about shooting, man. There's a there's a guy right there, and I've. Trust me, I've been going down looking at this. You know, like I, I I'm with you. Kuzma's gonna get moved, and I think they bring in Iguodala and Jamal Crawford or whatever, or maybe somebody else. But uh I, I don't know, man. I just I don't think the Lakers are really in a too much of a rush to get it done in early January. Well, I think I think it's not even about the Lakers, too. It's about the Kings. I think the Kings are in a rush to shake things up because if they continue with this roster at this pace for another month, they're just going to dig themselves deeper in a hole and it's going to piss a lot of fucking people off. It's well, already pissing people off well, now. Well, people need to, hey, get with it, man. We're not very good. The more losses we have, the better chance we have at, at getting a higher draft pick at this point, right? Play the long game. Play it smart. I don't know. I just I'm don't ready want, to I blow just, it up now. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> look, this, this is the thing. And we've talked about it before is I just don't want Vladdy to go into panic mode, dude. You know, like, you know, way your Here's options. The thing, though, like, but like, but like we said, and he said, you know, if it, who knows if he'll hold himself accountable over this. But if if, you know, things don't go well by this year, he'll step down. Well, here's the thing. He's going to probably start panicking and make some moves, I think, because they're 10 games below right now. They're but not Eric- good. 
I, I got you. That's I what got I'm you. saying. I think Vladdy's yeah. Vladdy's gonna make a move. He's gonna make yeah. a move. Eric Eric made a good point, real quick, and I I'm gonna steal your thunder, Eric. But no, me, let you can let you can let me make it. I all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I I was trying to remind you. I didn't I didn't know if you were you were on the oh, same track. Okay, no, ahead, I know. I I I told you guys I was gonna bring this up. It's okay. something I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. uh, preseason preseason, which was for for me personally, I I think Vladdy was on thin ice at the end of last year. I think they let him have the opportunity to try to move forward this year. But um, I I don't think that ownership is going to allow him to blow it up and put themselves in a position where either they are locked in to where they can't, they can't uh, make a move and they're depleted of assets, you know, and that's, that's like what happened with the last regime regime, right? When Vladi did kind of come in, they had he had to blow the roster up by giving away picks and pick swaps, moving Stauskas uh, over to the 76ers and, and that tri- dumping the and, Jason, and Jason Thompson, Thompson contract. contract yeah. yeah, that that's what he had. He had to spend his first year or two blowing that shit up, and to, and really they just kind of got lucky that they acquired a pick with Marcus Cousins and they moved up really high in the lottery. But uh, they got lucky to even get where they're at now. But so I don't think that ownership is going to allow him to blow it up. I think they want their, for me, what I see is again, to reiterate is the direction from ownership. From what I sense, if they were smart would be Vladi, go out there and put yourselves in a position to where we can have the financial flexibility, but we still keep the team here that can still develop um, and trend upwards and still compete at a, a level uh, this year. That's not a, a drop off, if you will. So it's not a, it's not a tank job. You know, I, I think the Kings are past the tank job days. They, they need to still win like 35 games or something. Right. Or it's just not going to be a good look. That's because then if that happens, then people are going to call for heads. You know, well, people are going to call for heads. These fools ain't winning 35 games, bro. We're going to be lucky. So to, exactly. We're, so. we're going to, we're going to be lucky to win 25 at this point. That well, means they exactly. go like 500 the rest of the way. If they won 35 games, I don't see well, that happening. It, no. Exactly, guys, and that's the point I'm trying to I'm tr- I'm telling you is that um that's what the, that's the expectation of ownership. So it's he he's going to make his moves based on that to where the the remainder of the year they play at that type of level, but they still have the flexibility, right? Which if they do make a couple moves, they still it's only been you know they could still be an average team for the for the remainder of the season. I'm not saying they have to win that, but they can play at that level. And then in the off season, if they when they don't hit the marks that were set at the beginning, then ownership has the excuse to boot everybody, and then they're not in a fuck fucking shitty situation. You know they actually have somewhat of a roster, and they don't have to blow it up and trade picks and shit to rebuild it. So they're not going to give him the green light to 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 fucking do a bunch. I don't think so. And they're not. And, and why? I don't think they're going to want to keep Bogdanovich around because they don't want to pay him. Well, I think we're all in agreement that Bogdanovich isn't going to be on the team. Um, I just really I don't put anything past the Kings. OK, it would not surprise me one bit if Vladi came through and just blew it up, dude. That would be the most Kings thing ever. And I would be surprised. Like, You're wrong, man. It would be the most. It would be the most Kangs thing. Kangs ever. thing. Okay? <laughs> like, thing like, ever. <laughs> but seriously, man. Like I, like we're sitting here, and it's easy for us to say, like, hey, he doesn't need to go blow it up. You know, put it put together. Blah blah blah. We're not we're past the tanking stuff. Whatever. What if you know, like Vladi's, he's going to be under a lot of pressure. You know, what if ownership is doesn't tell him that, and Vladi just 
goes and tries to make blockbuster deals or I don't know, dude. It's I I don't want it to happen. I I'm I'm hoping Vladi doesn't panic. I'm hoping ownership has a self awareness to go and tell him, hey man, you need to do what we're telling you. Keep it intact right now, and and we'll deal with it in the off season. I think they do, and that's what I'm saying. I, I do so. think they do. I hope so because I don't see. I, I've I've gone pretty deep in the trade machine and just kind of thought it out for what it's worth. You know, not that I'm the fucking know everything, but I just don't see a. I don't see a trade here that's going to save the season. They're they're already too big in too big of a hole. So that right there, that automatically puts them out of a scenario into where they would try to, um you know, make it work this year. They're not, they're past that. Point. Oh yeah. So now, so now when you, when you, when you're not, when you're not buyers, right. And you're not necessarily sellers cause you don't really have players to sell that are like going to, you have like one player that you, that, that you can sell and that's Bogdanovich, right. So that that's actually a value. Nobody else they can sell. So really they, they don't have a lot of options. And I think that people see that. And I think Vaudi sees that his best move is to, like I said, create the, the flexibility with the cap and and maybe get a player that could be here and and if it works and cool like that yeah, cool I just right? see yeah I just see you know going back to the Kuzma thing is I I don't get why people aren't on board with this you know like I would I would give Bogdanovich straight up for Kuzma honestly because of his age because of the money and stuff there is so much upside that can come with Kyle Kuzma and if he just flames out dude he flames out whatever man we don't need to resign Bogdanovich anyway. We don't need to commit that kind of money to that guy because a Marvin Bagley, a 27 or 28, who knows how old Buddy Heald is. Supposedly his birth certificate's wrong or whatever. All right, Big Donovich is like 27 <laughs> or 28. You know, and a Darren Fox. These guys, that roster with those four guys as your main four, you're not going to win a championship. Okay, so why not take the fly on, on Kyle Kuzma, a young 6'8 guy who can score and keep the financial flexibility? Well, just to add on to, and and we'll wrap up the Kuzma thing in a little bit, but like you just said, Ryan, Bogey's 27, Kuzma's 24, and you have to factor in, from last year to this year, has Bogey really improved? And also, Kyle Kuzma is, again, he's 24, but also think about this. Factor in how he would fit. What do the Kings got? They they have uh, Marvin Bagley, Who's a guy they want? They want him to be the big man in the paint. You get a more athletic upgrade in Kuzma, a guy that he's not a great shooter, but he's he's in the low to mid thirties from downtown. He can shoot from downtown if if they need him to. But an athletic guy doesn't play great defense. But what he does is he would he would fit in with what the Kings want to do a lot better than I think than like a Bielisa does, or and that can get Holmes back coming off the bench. I think he'd be a fantastic fit. Yeah, and it goes back to the last last podcast. And not to get on the tangent, so if I go too deep, pull me back. But I think a lot of people are just so in love with Rashawn Holmes because he plays the game the right way or whatever. You know, he plays hard and, what and everything. Does that mean? But, uh, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? I guess he plays with effort. And he has a good attitude, I guess, right? You know, I guess I, I, I kind of get that a little bit, but... I think that people overvalue that. And it's like a constant theme throughout our podcast is that people love to fall in love with players. And, 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 and like I, I made the point the last podcast that in limited minutes 
Marvin Bagley puts up same numbers as him as far as rebounds go and points go. Like, so what I'm saying for this is that the Kings front court would be in a much better situation with Holmes and Bielisa as the two. And then you have, I mean, on the bench rather. Right. And then you have Bagley and Kuzma starting like that's more that's four guys interchangeable. You can play some of them together. There's different rotations and lineups there. That's just better. I don't think that they would they would go Bagley Kuzma to start. I think. I, I think they'd bring Kuzma off the bench still for the rest of for the rest of the year if they made the trade. I really do. I, I think they would stick with Holmes. They would stick with Holmes. Bagley that's Barnes. boring. That, but that's what they do. All right, you're not gonna like, dude. Look at look at the Kings' track record, dude. They don't play young guys. Come on, like they barely they barely put Marvin Bagley out there, dude. They're not gonna just roll out there with Kyle Kuzma and Bagley together, All right? It, it it would be Kuzma would be the sixth man, I think. Uh, if anything, if if honestly, if I was to do anything, I would go Holmes, Bagley, Kuzma, and I'd send Harrison Barnes to the bench. That's Ooh, that's what really? I would do because that's listen, a hot fucking take. Listen, 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 because when yeah, you, you better make a good point. Well, here, I'm dude. going to because when you run your second unit now, all right, you would go be Elisa Barnes, Ariza, Corey Joseph, Bogdanovich. Or nah, now, Bogdanovich, like sorry, Bogdanovich would be gone. But yes, you you get what I'm saying. That that's what I would nah, do. That's what I would do. They're not, dude. There's no I, I don't way. Like that. There's no way the Kings. There's no way the Kings would start Bagley and Kuzma together, bro. They why not? Smart. Why not? They don't even start Bagley half the time anyway. They love he's he's never fucking healthy. That's why. Yeah, you know, Ryan. Okay, you're hold, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a little bit here on you, okay? Because that's that's not that's that's a BS take, dude. That's a BS Ow. take. Okay, Ow. he didn't because he he didn't he didn't start last year because the just the situation being young and shit coming into the league this year his his expected minutes was gonna be 32, 33 per sources, you know, per sources, right? Like that's what they wanted him to play at this year. It never happened. He got hurt. He missed. He, well, he missed hell of time. Are you just not going to fucking factor that in? You just no, pretend I'm, like it's not that. It's not that. I think that they love Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> it, that's where more. It has nothing to do with really with Bagley. I think they love Rashawn Holmes, and that's our I problem. Think, <laughs> but I don't think it's that. I, I, do. I, I don't think that's the reason. He no, I don't think that's the reason. He's only been back for a couple weeks, and like he's not playing tonight. Like I think it's more of a health thing than it is like they don't want to play him. And I don't, yeah, that's I don't, I, I, I don't think that's the reason I, you're I missing. Think, I know I think they love Rashawn Holmes, and I don't think there is any way in hell this year that Rashawn Holmes is coming out of strong lineup. I do, and they love him. I I do. You're telling okay, but you got to think, dude. Like post trade trade deadline, Kings are not a great team. What is Rashawn Holmes really? Is Rashawn Holmes the future of Sacramento Kings? No, I no, no. But you know, we're you realize we're talking about if the Kuzma trade happens, right? Like I think Bagley's going to be in the starting lineup. You know, once once this once everyone's healthy and everything. Okay, that's what I'm trying. I think I I want to more and 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 I want to more say that. They, I don't think Rashawn Holmes is is necessarily a shoe in for the for the starting role. I just don't think so. Me either, but they love him. <laughs> it's they love him, dude. I think I think they love him because they they have to lean on him right now. What do you think, Doug? Do you agree or do you? He's, you're more I think they side? love him, and all the fans out there love him. And trust me, I'll I'll preface it with this: he's had a great year. Like he's been a huge spark cool. to this team. That's ten games under five hundred. But what I'm saying <laughs> is. Is that he <laughs> a huge spark? That's awesome, dude. I love but, that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like you drafted Bagley because he he should be your shoe in, you know, go get he can score, be be your guy on the boards. But 
if we're if we're leaning on like that, I was totally embarrassed as a Kings fan the other night. I'm so sorry. Like MVP chance for Rashawn Holmes. Oh, Are we God. kidding oh, my right God. now? Thirteen and eight. Yeah, don't and forget. You know That's our problem. That is our problem. But Bagley can't stay healthy. But if Bagley's healthy, he's absolutely starting. And if Kyle again, I don't think it'll even happen. I'm sure you yeah, guys don't even. Yeah, hey, this is fun to talk about. But if Kyle Kuzma was in Sacramento, dude, he's starting. He is starting. I don't know, man. I, I really. <laughs> okay, so guys, can I just? I just put, think they a plug in this one. Yeah. Um, dang, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to say this. Okay, I want to say. I want to. Let's go in on fucking people. Let's go on. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. Because I, Rashawn Holmes is at 13 and 8 MVP chance. Let's talk some shit. Okay. I'm down. Let's get some hate come our way. Do we not forget on, about though, the guy? On. What? Ryan, hold that thought. This is important. And I, I okay. do not want to go the whole podcast without saying this. I read today uh, from just, just so it's out there from Jason Anderson of the Sacramento Bee. He had said that Bogdan Bogdanovich himself said that the Kings offered him the max that he can receive. And it's just up to bogey on whether or not he wants to accept that. So that is huge. I'm I'm not, I won't give my opinion on it, even though I think, holy hell, we're in big trouble if he takes it. But well, we kind of figured does, I'm just saying he has that option there. It's already been offered. Yeah. Well, I kind of figure. I mean, we, we've known about this. Like we knew, we knew that it coming into the season, right? Like the talks were, that they did offer it to him or whatever. And he just kind of, I'm going to wait and try to hold out for more money and as a restricted free agent. Like we kind of knew this, this isn't news. It's just kind of officially been said now. Um, so like, wh- whatever we've, we, it's the same thing we've been talking about. It's just, it's all smoke, whatever, dude. You know, if big Donovich, maybe I, I think, I think big Donovich said this because, you know, maybe he's losing a little bit of leverage because he's not that great. And he thought he was going to get that payday in the off season. I, I don't know, but what, yeah, whatever, dude, I'm kind of whatever. I, we, we already knew this, but back to the shit talking real quick. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Cause I thought you guys were about to gloss. No, over no, 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 like, no. That's why, man, I, that's why I came shit. back to it. Yeah. Let's go talk ahead, shit ahead. About, hate. about this crappy team. Okay. Uh, like Eric, you had that tweet. I don't, I don't know if it, somebody tweeted to the actual Kings cast or whatever it was. But or you got in a Twitter battle with somebody because you've been doing a lot of those lately. Uh, someone said like Rashawn Holmes is like un- who was it? Darren Fox and Rashawn Holmes are the only untouchable oh, players no, no. on the team. Like what? Oh, is no. he, like oh. what? Shout out to uh, what's his KCK's name? Matt George. <laughs> oh, Matt God. George. Oh God, Mister Professional Radio Guy, Matt George. You oh, know, God. I'm sure he's a nice guy and I'm sure that he loves basketball. But God, dude, that guy is such a homer matt george you are a homer great great choice words he says that on every podcast that he has been a fan since he was sick oh my goodness how great man (laughs) you can't say anything bad you just gotta love you know that's the that's the guy right there that's just like oh he's a great locker room guy you know he's that guy right there so you know matt george i'm not coming at you personally but dude untouchable Oh, untouchable if you, i didn't know it was matt george that said that <laughs> matt george dude oh, God. now if you if you okay 13 and eight eight and a half sorry but i'm gonna okay <laughs> yes if you if you said okay i don't think the Kings should trade Rashawn holmes i'd say matt george i i and other 
Kings fans, I agree with you. I, I don't think there's a need to trade Matt, to trade Sean Holmes. But if you go out there and you're kind of like a professional guy who calls it, follows a team and stuff, and you say he's untradeable as an asset, what? What? Because like Doug said, you know, th- this team is well below 500. This guy is 13 and 8. He's a bench player. He's That's what he is, who, who can contribute to a team and is, is great to have on your team, but untradeable? That's the problem with the Sacramento he, Kings, he, man. We have un, we have accepted un, mediocrity, dude, through these untradeable, years. Untradeable it. means, okay, just, just tell me if I'm wrong. Untradeable means that if the Lakers said, hey, we'll give you LeBron James for Rashawn Holmes, you're not fucking doing it. Am I catching? Is that like what is it? What he's trying to <laughs> untouchable. Well, I think untouchable means you are the franchise. Like there is exactly. nothing, and there are only a handful of dudes in the NBA that are untouchable. Hey, Matt George for you. Yeah, well, that's the problem. <laughs> I think that's why we. It's not about you know for us. I know we don't. We're we we're not know it alls, and and even though we may sound like it, we talk a lot of shit. Right. So like we're, we're wrong. We say things, but I'm just glad that none of you guys say dumb ass stuff like that, because, oh, man, it's just it's just embarrassing. It is embarrassing to, as like Doug said, that's worse. Can we've accepted the mediocrity, man, and the MVP chance in the it's arena. Less, it's less than the, mediocrity, dude. We're literally it goes, bottom it, of the depths of the NBA for years. It goes but it goes back like to let's let's get back to real. OK. It, it kind of goes back to what we we've said a couple times ago, and and it was like I I genuinely don't think that um you know that the NBA is very much a like regional uh, sport as far as viewership goes. Like people just kind of watch their region, right? That and so I just genuinely don't think that a lot the majority of Kings fans watch basketball in general. I think they watch Sports Center and they see. Um, some highlights of the big teams, but I, I just don't think that people watch basketball. They don't follow trends and and players like that, and so people get caught up in the tunnel vision, and that's where the love affair comes for average players. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Just like uh, the All Decade team came out for the Kings while we were off of this, and like, wasn't Rashawn Holmes like an alternate on that team? Is isn't that didn't they have him on there like Mother of God? No. Like it was some no, like no, it was no. they had some stupid Jason Thompson. That's who it was. They had Jason Thompson on the All Decade Sacramento Kings team. Oh my god! Did Durability, you guys see his man? Yeah. He's played the second most games in Kings history. Yeah, you got, that's, that's, why. that's what it was. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so the Sacramento they actually have a good. The Kings actually have a good social media team, right? Like if if you follow their Instagram and you follow their Facebook, whatever and stuff, like they actually have a good social media team. It's actually you know, entertainment. The yeah, it's 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 one of the better ones that I follow, and I follow a lot of team social media stuff. Um, but they so they came out on their Facebook. They came out with the Sacramento Kings All Decade Team, and I shit you not, Jason Thompson was on the All Decade Team, and I want to say he, and I want to say like he averaged like in the decade it was something like he averaged like nine points a game. <laughs> it was like oh, that's what we're talking about. You're just accepting this crap, dude. It like you're really just accepting this. It's ridiculous. Hey, here's here's my here's my Kings. Uh... Uh, de- all decade team ready demarcus cousins <laughs> i mean hey you got to throw rudy gay on there like he averaged like they said they said he averaged like 20 points a game or was like 21 points a game through his tenure with the kings like i mean come on 
it's just funny to me, dude. Like you, you, you brought up the mediocrity, mediocrity of stuff, and like that was just the total. That's a total Kings move, dude. Putting Jason Thompson on any type of team, <laughs> any type. Guys, why are we doing? Why are we doing a Kings podcast sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> why do we do this God. to ourselves? Okay, well, well. Speaking of mediocrity, I I wanted to touch base on this real quick. Uh, Dwayne Dedman even came out publicly and said, "I want the hell out of here," which you know. I don't blame him, but anyways. Yeah. So, Did you see they find him? They find him fifty grand for that. I mean, like, fifty k for for yeah, saying yeah, get one out of here. Hey, man. Don't worry, don't worry. He's got the fifty k. Vladi Vladi gave him a fucking fortune this off season. Don't worry, he's got it. <laughs> well, let's 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 touch base on it real quick, okay? Because apparently there's some teams out there that are interested in his services. Uh, you know what would make sense from the Kings' perspective. I mean, obviously, I'd trade him for a fucking, I don't know, a bag of chips. But what, what are realistic options for Dwayne Dedman for the Sacramento King? Get a young player who has length and can play defense. That's it. Who cares if he can score? Okay, who cares if, if anything? Get, get, just get some athletic young piece. That's all. That's it. That, that It's a piece we... It, I have one. It's something we've touted. I saw someone else out there. Ah, man, I wish I could give this guy a little bit of a shout out because I think he's someone like a fan blog like us. Um, Michael Kidd Gilchrist for um, Michael Kidd Gilchrist for Deadman. Yeah, straight up trade exactly machine. What I'm talking work. about length, athletic length, defense, defense player. That's all you need. That's it. I don't give a shit. Like you said, we'll give him for a bag of chips. Honestly, we'll give him away for free. Like <laughs> you can just have him. Like you don't got to give it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's how that's the point we're at. So might as well get a project, dude. He's not like, playing. Yeah, get a project. We've, we've done. We've we did a whole episode on trades and 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 it, it, we could go in in wild. I wasn't really prepared to come on with this, so I don't I don't want to just blast people with some dumbassness. Um, so I'm not going to go too deep, but uh, I do want to say that the the contract we're going to have to include some things. It's it's not going to be uh, perfect to move. I don't think he's extremely attractive. Uh, I just don't. He's older. The contract's guaranteed through next year, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's not gonna. It's it, I, I, they might have to include something, maybe Giles or something. Maybe Giles, in, but in, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Giles doesn't play anyway. Uh, like, what is I know that we we were really on the Bogdanovich needed to be included for that, which I still think is possible. So let's let's revisit that when i'm a little bit more prepared because we have done a couple on there already but we've been uh, again guys as as we're getting to the end of it today um hey we've said since november since the first week of the season okay october we don't we yeah yeah really preseason for me bogdanovich was a trade piece but um bogdanovich and, and, and deadman later boys we'll see we'll just keep saying it every week until it happens and if it doesn't happen what just all right let's let's talk about this real quick if the kings don't trade big donovich they're gonna resign him like that's a kind of a given right like that's gonna be a i agree with that right unless like the only other way you would do the only other thing you would do would be like a sign and trade in the offseason i guess but there's yep like there's no like they're the kings aren't just gonna let bogey just get away for nothing like so pretty much come when is the de- what is the actual deadline date it's like february 8th or something like that Am I off? Isn't it right after know. the All Star break usually, or is it right before? It's right before I thought. No, it's right after. You're right because right cousin, it's right after because cousins, cousins got traded, traded yeah. during the game. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. So 
if you know whatever we'll say march 1st okay uh february 6th 6th oh it's early this year okay yeah i was gonna say i I, the eighth i was close okay anyways if it if february 7th bogdanovich is on the team that means sacramento is going to pay his ass in the offseason and that means we're we're in a world of hurt coming going forward no financial flexibility with four guys who even if they reach their potential i don't think can win a championship together we are, right. are we in, well, agree- are we in agreement to, on that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. But if, but we can go into rabbit hole. We'll go into this conversation again. My my take is if that if that does happen, someone else is going. You know, so it's going to be Buddy Hill or, or Harrison Barnes is going to go if they sign him. Which we don't want to go into that rabbit hole today, do we? Are you sure? Because I no, had a I want to do that. I, I want to do that dude. like on the next one. Oh, I had a I had a buddy healed scenario that i told eric but we'll save that I guess. give us a little tease then give us a little tease nah, and then we'll let him drop up. it because ryan's got <laughs> okay before we go ryan please give us your your crazy scenario that's not gone through the trade machine yet. it hasn't gone through the trade machine we were just talking craziness okay like it was the other night we were just talking about random stuff and i was floating out i was like what if somehow okay everyone's heard russell westbrook whatever the the rockets supposedly are going to try to move russell westbrook okay and <laughs> Eric's all disappointed right now. I fantasy land, fantasy land stuff. I said the Kings facilitate a three team trade. Okay. Buddy goes to Houston. Russ goes to the Knicks and the Knicks send over Sacramento a pick and Julius Randle. That was something that was off. Never been through trade machine. Haven't looked at contracts. Don't know any financials about it at all. But that was one like off, you know, crazy scenario that could happen that what, you know, like, Big time scenario. Who knows? I'll tell you right away. I don't have the numbers trade... in front of me, but that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like if that trade were crazy. To ever it's happen, crazy. It's just crazy. That's fine. If that trade were to ever happen, guys, it would be uh, Westbrook's money is so big. Yeah. Um, it, a lot of contracts would have to be included. I the, the Kings would have to take two players from the Knicks. Is what it what it would have. It's 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 totally a cool fun, a fun thing. But I don't know how realistic it is right now. No, but. Just, I think there's a better chance that we see Cal Kuzma in Sacramento. Yeah, Russell Westbrook's 30, 38 million. Hmm, I don't know, man. Hey, the Knicks are hella desperate, though, dude. They're just hella desperate. <laughs> so are the they just, they, 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 yeah, but the Knicks just need a star. But all right, we're that's it. We're we're good. We're good. Okay, so <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm I'm like toying with it now. Now I'm on trade machine. Anyways, uh. Since we've last met, it's not, I mean, it's been a while. We're, we're glad to be back. Kings have won one game. One and nine. Okay. I just want to throw that out there. One and nine. But hey, Rashawn Holmes, MVP. Uh, okay. So right now, actually, while we're doing this, uh, taking on Golden State at home, I have no idea what it, the score even is right now. I'm, I'll tune in as, after we wrap this up. Uh, they're at Phoenix tomorrow. Friday host Milwaukee. And then Monday host the Magic. So excluding tonight's game against the Warriors, uh, three games in the next week for the Kings. Suns, Bucks, Magic. Can they can they win two of those games? Nope, they're going to go 0-3. <laughs> I'm being serious. Devin, Bo- Devin Booker's been, dude, Devin Booker oh, dude. is scoring crazy numbers right really now. Really good. So's, yeah. so's Kelly Oubre. Look at Kelly Oubre's like last like two weeks, bro. I've been big on Ubre all year, man. That's yeah. my guy. Kelly Ubre has been putting up big numbers the last like two weeks, and then the Magic dude, athletes, big with Vucevic in the middle. 
Markel Fultz is cool. You know, they got some pieces over there. But I, dude, I don't expect Sacramento to win, man, at all. And then we, we're going to lose by 40 to the Bucks. so. So that's how excited we are to yeah, be like, Kings fans in this 21st century, basically. So it's, it sucks. It sucks. But anyways, anything else you guys want to add on before we uh, close it out for the evening? I got one more thing uh, for the for the people out there. Keep interacting, um, throwing stuff at us. I, I like talking on Twitter, me, but probably most of everybody. Um, but you, as the weeks come, I, th- I think we'll dive a little bit more into realistic stuff. I know today was probably a little bit more uh, just heavy on, on, on current events. And I, I think as things picked up, it, it's going to get real fun. So shoot, shoot some shit at us. Doug Doug's out there running the Twitter. And I know you put the poll up today, Doug. So we'll try to get those out earlier so we can get, get a little more content uh, for you guys. And, and so, um, yeah, just just thanks for interacting on other. Yeah, and and these next few weeks are going to be fun, guys. So, um, you know, we're really, like Eric was saying, we're going to be diving into trades. We'll be in the trade machine. We're going to come out with some more realistic stuff. It's going to get serious. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's the best time of the year. Yeah, and to go off of that and in, in what Eric said earlier, look, we may disagree on a lot of stuff, but we love y'all. We appreciate your support. But like he said earlier, go watch some NBA basketball. Go watch basketball outside of Sacramento. See what we're seeing and kind of just make a comparison of the type of basketball that's being played across the nation outside of here. Okay. So again, for Kang's cast, thank you uh, for joining us this week. We're excited to get back in the flow of things. Thank you again to our uh, sponsor, Ziggy Smoke Shop. As we do every week for Defresh, Eric, and Ryan. Go Kangs. 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 Thank you for listening to the Kangs Cast Podcast. Look for new episodes weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kangs Cast. Like on Facebook, and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.